Are you a physician with an opinion? You could write an editorial to the newspaper, or you could write a letter to your congressman. You could even start your own blog. You are listening to Reach MD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Business of Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Caskell. Joining me today is Dr. Kevin Poe, a practicing internist in New Hampshire and medical blogger. Dr. Poe's blog site is called Kevin MD and has been featured in both mainstream and physician newspapers and magazines, including the Wall Street Journal, British Medical Journal, Detroit Free Press, and the American Medical News. Dr. Kevin Poe, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Can you just start by telling us a little bit about what a blog is? I never heard that term in med school. A blog is short for web blog, and essentially it's an internet diary where entries are posted in chronological order. It could be written by anyone about anything. It is more prominent in law and politics, but over the last few years, healthcare blogs have really taken precedent. How did Kevin MD begin? Was this something you were doing when you were younger? Were you involved in newspapers, or did it just kind of come to you one night as an epiphany? I don't have any journalism experience. It started about four to five years ago, and I was surfing the web, and I saw a few of the more established medical bloggers like DB's Medical Rants and Med Pundit and Chris Rangel's blog, and they were giving their take on mainstream medical news. And as you could imagine, the physician's take and opinion may differ from what newspapers give. And they started their own blogs, and I thought to myself, I can do that too. And I started writing my own pieces on my blog, and there was some discussion that was generated and has snowballed ever since. What do you think it is that's so special or unique about Kevin MD versus the other medical blogs out there? Well, I don't necessarily see my site as more special because there are plenty of excellent medical blogs that are as good or even better than my blog. So I think that I do attract a little bit more traffic because it's updated fairly frequently, and I link to a lot of other blogs. So people come to my site, and it's an aggregator, and they can kind of get a quick overview of what's going on that day in the medical blogosphere. How many hits are you getting a day? I get up between eight and 10,000 visits per day. Are they all doctors, or who else is coming to visit? I think pretty much every healthcare professional, whatever field that you can think of, comes and visits. Primarily, they're providers, be it physicians, nurse practitioners, PAs. I get a lot of nurses, patients, and I also get a lot of lawyers who visit the site because I tackle a lot of topics like tort reform and medical malpractice. What do you like to write about? I mean, is there a certain topic that you feel pretty passionate about that you'd like to get out on the waves? Well, they're not the waves, they're the internet. Well, one of the goals of the blog is to pull the curtain back. A lot of People not involved in healthcare really have no idea what goes on behind the scenes and, and a lot of the issues and problems that physicians face. So I write about pretty much anything, be it the primary care crisis, the uninsured, malpractice reform, defensive medicine, the cost of drugs. The list goes on, and there are certain themes that come up on a regular basis, and it incites a lot of polarizing and passionate discussion. If you've just joined us, you're listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Caskell. I'm talking today with Dr. Kevin Poe, who is a practicing internist in New Hampshire and a prominent medical blogger. He has his own site called Kevin MD. Kevin, what kind of controversies have you ignited in the last few weeks? I think whenever I talk about medical malpractice and tort reform, 
that's an instantly polarizing topic with doctors on one side and lawyers on the other. The various approaches to health care reform, whether it's more government involvement or more health savings accounts, always incites discussion on both sides. I don't think that I've been involved in specific controversies because my colleagues as well as my patients know about my blog as well as my employer, but there have been cases where other blogs have been shut down by their employer because they were not comfortable with physicians blogging. It's a relatively new medium, and I think as it becomes more accepted, it's going to become more mainstream and widespread. Are you an employed physician, part of a large group? I am a part of a five-person internal medicine group. And they're comfortable with what you're doing? Yes, they encourage it, and it gets my name out on the Internet. I've had patients who found me through the Internet, and I've been written in most of the local newspapers, so my colleagues certainly know what I do. Do you have a particular mission statement or something that you really are trying to accomplish? As I mentioned before, I think the biggest thing would be to let the public know about the problems and issues that physicians face on a daily basis. Medicine is a black box for patients. They don't know what goes on behind the scenes. And one of the major goals I have is to pull back the curtain and and expose what's going on with healthcare today. But our country, America, is quite apathetic. I mean, we're at war, and you couldn't even tell we're at war. So I can't see patients really caring about their doctor's personal problems or financial problems. I mean, they're, they're going to just say, oh, poor baby, you're not making as much money as you used to. Well, I think that it does. I don't agree with that. I think that healthcare is the number one domestic issue, and a lot of the presidential candidates are running on a healthcare platform. I think that if doctors' problems aren't addressed, it's definitely going to affect patients in terms of access and cost specifically. One of your most recent blogs was about, you know, the doctors don't really get paid to spend time with patients. And I don't think patients really know that. We get paid to do stuff, to do procedures. And so we could spend an hour with a patient and get paid close to nothing. That's true. And that's one of the points that's pounded home repeatedly, our reimbursement system as everyone knows, is fee-for-service. So the more you do, the more you get paid. And, and doctors respond to financial incentives. And I think if more patients knew that, I think there would be more of an impetus to try and reform that. Have you seen an impact of your site? Have you seen anything really change in the world because of what you're doing? Hopefully I can in a very small way. The blogs are not mainstream yet, but I do know a lot of reporters and mainstream media do read my blog. I I get a lot of tips from them and comments from them. So I think that a lot of the topics I bring up, if mainstream media are more aware of what I bring up, they can write stories about it. Or when they do write health stories, they can keep the physician's perspective in mind. How much of your blog is personal opinions and or personal rants, or are you really just expressing the rants of other physicians, or a little of both? It's a little bit of both. It's mostly aggregation of other links, and I incite debate and discussion in the comments section. Occasionally, I'll write opinion pieces. I wrote a piece on defensive medicine, and I wrote a piece recently on Medicare reimbursement that was published in a local newspaper. I would like to write more opinion pieces, but there's only so many hours in a day that I have, so uh, I'm a little bit limited in that respect. Does a blog generate significant amount of income, or does it really just cover the cost of your time? I have attracted the attention of several sponsors who's interested in my target demographic, which is the Internet-savvy healthcare professional. Not everyone and not every physician reads blogs, so the people who read my site are somewhat technologically and Internet-savvy. 
So companies like Ceremo and IMED Exchange have expressed interest. They pay and help defray the cost of running my site because with the amount of traffic, there is some bandwidth fees. And I thank a lot of my sponsors who helps me with that. So we don't have to worry about losing you as a practitioner in the near future? You're not going to be able to retire on your blog income? No, I don't think that I can sustain myself with blogging. And I do enjoy clinical medicine, so this is definitely a rewarding hobby. And it keeps me up to date and abreast with the current medical issues. And uh, I don't think that I can blog full time. When you're seeing patients, are you fantasizing about you know, your next blog? You're like, oh, I got a great idea. This patient's giving me a great idea. No, I do most of my blogging before and after I see patients. I normally uh, set up all my links and then I release them slowly throughout the day. I make it a point not to blog about patients because I don't want them thinking that I'll be writing about them. There are some doctors who do write about patient experiences and they're very interesting, but because uh, my real name is there and patients know that I blog, I, I don't want any thoughts that patients have that I'll be writing about them. Does anyone help you with the blog or are you a one-man shop? I'm pretty much a one-man shop. I run and find the articles and I maintain the blog and I've learned a lot of HTML programming over the last few years to uh, adjust and modify my site. I I am appreciative of my readers who send me a lot of tips throughout the day. I get about 50 to 70 tips per day for interesting links and stories and I use about 10 to 20 percent of them uh, on my blog. With the advertising, if you look at the site, on the right-hand side, you've got advertisers. So are you getting more calls from companies to say, hey, I want to be on your site, Kevin? I think as the site grows and becomes more popular and attracts more healthcare providers or physicians, I think that it is going to become more known to advertisers. And I, I talk to them all individually, and I don't accept us everyone. There are some advertisers that I refuse, but if it's a good match, it's something that we'll proceed on. What's your five-year fantasy? Where do you see Kevin MD in five years? Do you see it as a national platform for change, or do you see selling it off to somebody? Well, it's difficult to say. I didn't think I'd get this far, so I'm taking it one day at a time. As long as I can continue to be a forum where physicians can talk openly and I can continue to pull that curtain back, I'll be happy doing what I'm doing. How do we find you? Do we just Google Kevin MD and then that'll take us to your website? You could Google Kevin MD and or you could just uh, go to my website directly, which is www.kevinmd.com. Well, on that note, I'd like to thank Dr. Kevin Poe for being our guest. We've been talking about doctors who blog. I'm Dr. Larry Caskell, and you've been listening to The Business of Medicine on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. And thank you for listening.